Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm excited to bring you interviews with empowered entrepreneurs who build their businesses on gratitude, self-love, and kindness. Today, I'm excited to welcome Heather Hakes, transformational coach on taking the leap without a net. Hey everyone, Julie Boye here. I'm so excited to welcome you back to the self-love project. And today I have a very special guest with me, Heather Hakes. And what's really cool about Heather and I is we actually are social media friends. We have yet to meet IRL. We haven't met physically in person, but we've chatted a, a few times you know, through face-to-face um, via technology, which I really love. But Heather's work has really spoken to me. Um, she made some major changes in her own life, you know, so that she could do what she loved. She's serving her clients in a really beautiful way. And I just, when I started doing this project, Heather was one of the first people I thought of. So I just want to say welcome, Heather. Well, thank you for having me. I'm stoked to be here. I love, I, first of all, I love watching your lifestyle on Instagram. I, and I love because it's not just like, hey, I'm Heather, everything's great. It's like you're really showing your lifestyle on the authentic person that you are. I'd love to hear a little bit about, you know, how you got to where you are today. Tell us a little bit about your background and, and what you're really doing right now that's got you so excited and jumping all over Instagram. Sure. Uh, number one, authenticity for me is key. And because so many people complain about social media being a highlight reel, mm-hmm. I don't just show when I'm smiling and like at Lake Louise and Banff. You know, I show when I'm having a tough day or I'm training for the marathon and I don't feel like it, but busting through the blocks. So what got me to where I'm at today, I'm actually an author, host of the Mind Over Matter podcast and a mindset coach. And what that means for me is I help transform people from where they are to where they want to be because I know what it's like to live in monotony and mediocrity and like just going through life's motions. I did it for over a decade in corporate. For years, I complained to my parents. I feel like a hamster on a wheel. I can't do this. I don't want to do this. And you know, I think especially in the States where it's just the societal norm, you go to college, you get a job in corporate, you climb the ladder, you retire, and then you can live the good life. Yeah. And for me, I was like, this just isn't working. I want to live the good life now. I don't want to keep delaying it. And so I had chased all the things I was supposed to be chasing. I had all the things that were supposed to make me happy and I was miserable. Um, and so what happened for me is I've, I've been on a personal development path for years, literally since I was 15. I love this stuff. I love psychology of it. I love reading and learning and understanding the self-sabotage and limiting beliefs. So ultimately about two and a half years ago, I quit corporate. I took a huge leap of faith. I didn't have a big plan. I had a little bit in savings, but not a ton. And that's when I experienced when you take a leap of faith into the unknown, the universe has your back. Um, I ended up with a six-figure payout from work through IPO, which means initial, um, it was through a stock offering. Yeah. And then that led me to going on, you know, I couldn't plan for that. And I didn't know that until after I quit. So really, you left. Just like, I'm going to do what I love because I'm sick and tired of complaining about the life that I have. Right. So instead of complaining, you took action and then you were rewarded. Yeah. That's and I, there's awesome. multiple cases like this happens to people all the time because we think 
The thing is, if you wait to start that thing that you really want to start, the internal nudge, the passion, the purpose, you're never going to start because there's never going to be a good time. For me, it was, I'll wait until the next stock vesting, or I'll wait until after the March bonus. Or, and I just got to the point, I couldn't wait any longer. I was never going to do it. And so I cut the cord, quit, went on an 18-month travel sabbatical. That led me to writing a book, launching a podcast, and now where I'm at. So my message to the audience would be, you have got to learn to tune into your intuition and follow the nudge, because the nudge will never lead you wrong. Oh, but that's it, right? It's like the nudge is so hard to, to actually follow. And I really admire what you did because you can talk about it all day long and people do. And there's just so much fear in like letting go of what's safe and secure and the norm. And that's what your book is about, right? It's really about like that literally is what your book is about. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about that book actually. It's called Take the Leap. And, and I just share a lot of personal stories, but then I give takeaways at the end so the, the reader can be like, wow, when I had to leverage adversity, if I've hit my own rock bottom, how to get out of my comfort zone. And I preach all the time to let fear fuel you, not rule you. So before when I get fear, and I don't know how you experience it, but for me, it's like, oh, sometimes tightness in the chest, but I feel it in my gut. And it's like this overwhelming energy or presence that used to be fear for me and a lot of people that's what they do they get anxious and stressed and run from it they resist it and they push away yeah and i've learned when i get those feelings i'm going in the right direction so i've learned to embrace them and i think of them now as excitement oh my gosh i'm going towards the thing i'm supposed to be doing and i i just push through that fear and then it no longer has power I love what you said about how fear actually feels in our body because I think that that connection between what's happening on the outside and our physical internal reaction is really, really powerful. And I've had that nudge in my life. I've had those moments. And that's actually like what brought me to doing this self-love project. It was a download. I was like, I am struggling. I'm having a tough time. I'm struggling with my weight. I'm struggling with things that I never used to struggle before. You know, I've been in business for almost 14 years now. And a lot of the strategies that I was using in the past just aren't working for me anymore. And, you know, that's, that's like when we're frustrated and we're not moving ahead, we know that we have to make change and fear is often what stops us from actually making the changes. And so I, I'm digging deep into not only my own like challenges, but then I, it's like, I've got to reach out to people who I admire and who have gotten through challenges and also really exude this, like, you know, the joie de vivre and the self-love, but also with the authenticity that it's not just, it's not always like puppies and rainbows, although we both do have dogs, <laughs> which yeah. definitely helps our mood. I wanted to, I was actually just curious, um, you just came back from an amazing personal development summit. Am I right? Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you'd share a little bit, because it was the Lewis House uh, event, right? Yes. So Lewis House, for those that don't know him, he has, it's a huge, the School of Greatness podcast. He has like a hundred million downloads. Mm -hmm. And I actually came across Lewis about two years ago. Somehow um, I read his book, School of Greatness, because I have never, I hadn't listened to his podcast. So anyway, he does an annual summit of greatness. This was the fourth year. I've been twice now, but he brings on, just inspirational, motivational 
um, speakers. And this year's, honestly, I didn't know any of them, but I've heard of Leanne Rhymes as a singer, but she actually was one of the speakers. So was Ed Milet, powerhouse. Jesse Itzler, amazing. Kyle Cease, I, that man is woke, if you want to go that. And I, Kyle is a former comedian of like 25 years, a little bit of Hollywood. I had never heard of him. And I loved the speakers. My biggest takeaway, Jesse Itzler, his quote that just really resonated with me is, be where your feet are. Because I think it is so easy. I do it all the time. I'm, I'm constantly future tripping, thinking about tomorrow, next week, my next trip, a month from now. Or at times I can be thinking, man, I, I could have done that differently. And I'm, it's so hard to veer away from the present, but that's the only moment we have right now. Yeah. It, and I literally, when you said that, I literally got caught in the moment. I was like, yeah, this is it right now. This moment between you and I, that's all there is. And I'm thinking about you as a coach and I'm thinking about, you know, why as a coach, why is it so important for you to continually invest in your own personal growth and development? You know, why, like you took a trip across the country, you invested money, you were away from home, you uh, probably had to have someone take care of your pup, I'm guessing, right? You had to make arrangements to be away. You had to put your clients on hold. You had to put biz on hold. I know you weren't on social media probably as much as you usually are because you were, you're in session. So like, why, why bother? You know, why would you even bother to do that? I'm continually seeking knowledge and growth. And the fact is you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And so staying, staying in this one place. And I believe any good coach has a coach because right. every coach, I mean, I've had multiple coaches in different areas of my life. I've had kind of energy healing coaches dealing with some deep rooted subconscious thinking and pain that we all have, but I'm doing the work so that I can use those tools for my clients. And it's, for me, it's about up leveling and getting to that, that next, you know, okay, cool. I've gotten this foundation. Now, how do I get to the next? I'm always seeking more. Yeah. And that's, I love that. And I, you know, I kind of, wanted to hear from you about that because that's the thing is like we can we can get caught up even in our everyday even with like we can get caught up in the monotony of coaching clients and not be investing in ourselves and to me that that is actually part of self-love is that time and investment in ourselves like I'm going to a women's conference in a few days like in, and then I'm also um, investing like in a women's retreat uh, in February for all the reasons that, you know, me, I'm better with clients as I grow myself. So I wanted to talk a little bit about self-love because that's the whole thing about this project. And I'm just curious, like for you and when you're working with your clients or even as a voice through social media, what does self-love look like to you? And, and why is it a topic that you're talking about? Why is it important? Well, for women especially, I believe women tend to put themselves last because they're busy taking care of everyone else. You're a busy mom and, and a wife. and But the thing is, it may be cliche or not, you hear it every time you get on an airplane, put on your oxygen mask first before helping the person next to you. And the fact is, you cannot pour from an empty cup. Yeah. And so I come from a space of self-care is not selfish, it's necessary. And and. A lot of people I talk to, the best time to do it is first thing in the morning before your day gets hijacked because you are, if you can get up and you spend those first 20, 30, maybe an hour to do you, whether it's journal, meditate, read, 
enjoy that warm cup of tea, go for a walk, whatever it is for you, you have to re-energize and fill you up so you have that energy to provide for others. I, yeah, it's, and it sounds so cliche. Like, I feel like we hear it all the time now, but it's like, are we actually listening? That's the thing. I'm listening. And I don't feel bad. You know what? It's also about creating boundaries because it it can happen to me too. I say yes to everything. I overcommit. Then I'm stressed out and that does no good. And I literally yesterday I had to, I had to postpone and cancel on something because it's okay to say no. It's okay to change your plans. It's okay to change your mind. Say that one more time. It's it's okay. You, you don't even need permission, but if you need it, here's your permission to change your mind, change your plans and say no. Yeah. And I just, I don't know why, like, and to me, actually, that's really related back to self-love is like, first of all, what is it lighting me up? What's bringing me joy? What's feeding my soul? Um, what does it, what do you do in the morning? Like when, if you have your perfect ideal morning, which I know doesn't happen all the time, but right. what does that look like just for you personally? I'm really curious. It's definitely, I have a 10 month old puppy. So it's definitely been different with her because it used to be, I could just get up and go to the gym and do my thing and whatever. But now the first thing I have to take care of, you know, I I let her out, we do her thing. And then for me, I need that quiet time of whether it's meditating, drinking my warm cup of tea, reading some in the book, I need movement. Maybe it's stretching. I love the gym in the morning. Otherwise it tends to get pushed off, pushed off and then not happen. Yeah. So it really, it depends on the day. Yeah. Is it, if for you, would there be one like super non-negotiable in the morning? Like for me, my mornings are, I have a lot of different morning routines, but the non-negotiable for me is just the simple waking up, giving thanks for the day. You know, I have like a mantra that I say, which is thank you for this gift of another day and the opportunity to be of service to others. And that's just what I say when I get up out of bed and my two feet hit the floor and no matter what, like that is the teeny tiny little bit of non-negotiable morning for me, even though I have like other, you know, some days are different. Like today I got up and I got, I went to see the sunrise, but you know, it's cloudy for five days straight. I don't necessarily go down to the beach and stand there in the clouds, but what is it for you? If there was just one thing when you're traveling, cause you do travel quite a bit. Is yeah. there one thing about your morning routine that is really non-negotiable? The quiet time first thing in the morning, because when I can quiet all the outside chatter, I can connect within. Oh, that's awesome. And do you find, is it through meditation? Is it through, or literally you can just sit quietly and that's enough for you? Yeah. Sometimes it is just the quiet, the peace, the stillness that is just like, it is so, I can't even quite explain or describe it, but that just makes me feel focus, calm, and aligned. And that's how I can go on with my day. I love that you said aligned as well. Like we are a lot. And I think self-love has to do with being in alignment with ourselves first, with our core values, with what we're excited about and what we're passionate about. And you know, what you did, the, the leap that you took to me is actually a really enormous act of self-love. Cause you decided like, I'm not going to live this way anymore. I am not happy. I'm not living my joy. And then you said, I'm going to do this and that it takes so much courage. And I, I just wanted to really say how much I admire that of you. And I think 
even if you're not talking about it every day about self-love, I think you're just an example of someone who just said, you know what, got to do what's most important for me too. And that joy, I think I'm sure comes through with working with your clients. So if someone wants to work with you or just even learn from you, what are the best ways for them to do that? Well, I, I know you're aware, but I put out tons of content. So whether you're on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, I even do some stuff on LinkedIn. It's just Heather Hakes. My last name is like Bakes Cakes. Um, so there's tons of stuff. I have tons of freebies on my website for opt-ins, just, you know, a 30 day challenge, self-care guides, dealing with your money story. So there's tons of opportunity out there and resources to get unstuck. So that's, I love that you have a lot of free content. I love that you're always giving. And then are you still, do you still do one-on-one -on -one coaching with clients? Is that something you're still doing? I do. And mine is a 12 week, more or less, it's a three month package. And, and that's just building foundation and dealing with those limiting beliefs and, and setting the groundwork and framework with a roadmap on how to get to your end goal, whatever that may be, more money, relationships, starting that business. Maybe it is quitting corporate, whatever that is for you. It's, it's creating the path. And it's really great that you offer that because sometimes we just need someone to hold our hand and that sometimes like the role of a coach is like, you're scared, you know, you want to move forward, but that coach is there holding your hand and giving you the like physical nudge. Well, maybe not over, maybe not over zoom meeting, but the nudge to say like, you can do this. I'm here with you. And I've walked it out ahead of you. And I know that it's going to be tough and I know there are going to be challenges, but you know, that's the great thing about coaching is just staying one step ahead of our clients and helping them in that way. And I, you know, I see you doing that with, that's why I wanted to talk about the investments you're doing in personal development as well as a coach. Cause I just see that as such a beautiful priority of, yeah, I'm going to take care of me. I've got to keep growing me so that I can just be a better service to my clients. So as we wrap this up, I would love to hear from you. If someone um, really resonates with you and they, they want to just take one thing away from what you, everything you've shared, if they could change one habit today, if they could do one thing differently today, what would that be? The good news is it's nothing difficult because when you try to take too big of a leap, let's say a new year's resolution, most people fail because they're in overwhelm. Yeah. So my advice to you is it's small, daily, consistent steps. And it's, it's learning literally to just step outside of your comfort zone. And that's where you gain confidence and you can try new things and go after what you want. But just think instead of big picture, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to get there? Create the small stepping stones in between. And literally it's just one step at a time. That's easy. It's simple. We can all do that. And it goes back to what you're saying about living in the present. Yes. If you're just taking the one step forward at a time, you really are staying present. Heather, I have absolutely adored our time together. So um, it's great that everyone can find you easily. Just Heather Hakes, Google you, Instagram you, Facebook you. That's how I found you was on Instagram. Um, thank you so much for all that you give to your community, uh, your generosity and your kindness and your smiling face is something I always look forward to on social media. Thank you so, so much for saying yes today to sharing uh, your time with me in this interview. My pleasure. And thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the wake up with gratitude podcast. If you'd like to continue your journey with gratitude or stay connected, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, 
LinkedIn, Twitter, and TikTok. Did you learn something from this episode? Was it of value to you? Please share with your friends and don't forget to add us to your favorites and download the episodes automatically when they are posted. 